Welcome to an interview with podcast series from the social investment business. I'm Nick and today I'm talking to Rupert Evnett and Carl Richter, authors of the just released review, Making Good in Social Impact Investing. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Can you start by briefly telling us about Making Good in Social Impact Investing and what it aims to achieve? Sure. It's a optimistic and glass half full rather than glass half empty account of what this new emerging social impact market should be. And it's very much written from the investees point of view, from the sector organisations that we're all here to help and invest in. It does two things. It takes in their views, their account of their needs, and it also writes it from a financial point of view, which is my background, and gives something of a prospectus for this new market. Uh, notes that we've passed some sort of threshold now where there's beginning to be a real track record and a real investment track record, which means it now has real investability and is, has a great platform to build on. And I think we've we've reached a, a watershed, as, as Rupert said, about the amount of data and track record emerging. And I think also we're moving from a point where it's, it's moving away from debating policy and more towards execution, and it's about doing things. You mentioned briefly your financial background. What experience do you as individuals bring when examining this social investment market? Well, my background is 20 years in finance, which I spent advising companies on all their relations with their investors. And then the last 10 years or so, I've spent working for the public sector as a civil servant and more recently chairing a large volunteering charity across the country. So I've seen the issues involved here from every perspective. And I've been spending the last few years looking at the blended return models. So that's looking at blending social outcomes and commercial returns within the same organisation or same legal model. I'm also heavily involved in various European strands of work around this topic, coordinating a task force at the moment on the creation of a new European social investment facility, which is bringing together a number of stakeholders across Europe. Have any of the findings of this review surprised you or changed your views since you started the project? I think not surprised, but very enthused by people and scale. What we've seen is entrepreneurs, organisations who of course are early stage. This is an emerging market and these are emerging market investment opportunities. There's a really significant scale of opportunity out there. It's small now but if you look ahead five years this could be a very big market indeed. And the investment readiness we think and argue in this report is overstated as an issue. It's going to be part of what uh, investment addresses. The chief executives we met just want to be treated like small medium size business chief executives. From our experience and what we've found, very small amounts of investment can have huge multiplier benefits uh, and get over this issue of investment readiness very easily. The, the issue is as much one of investor readiness as investment readiness, where new investors and some existing social investors need to meet and understand and appreciate the quality of social entrepreneurs and the businesses and organisations that they're running. A lot of work needs needs to go in uh, by both investors as well as the intermediary layer between the investors and the recipients of capital to realise this demand. It does need both the demand and the supply side to be brought together. There needs to be an increased amount of awareness and understanding of what the requirements are on both sides. We've looked very, very intensively at bringing together the supply and the demand side, what is required in doing that, and particularly how that can be achieved through increased brokering between the various parties and also focusing on an engaged
engaged investor approach. What do you think can be done to encourage more commercial investment in social enterprises? I think, one, we need a dose of realism here. This is an optimistic report, but the reality is that that what you just described is a medium-term game. I think there is a big opportunity, and there's a message here to the mainstream financial community, that this is a growth market, it's an enterprise market, and this is an opportunity to get to meet and to understand new growth markets, the health market, the care market, and so on, at relatively early stages. But I think as social investors, we need to understand it's going to take a while. The direct answer to your question, I think, is a broking role and is simply introducing mainstream financial to the people who run these organisations so they can see these are high quality entrepreneurial chief executives often running businesses that deal because they deal with some of the most fragile of our fellow citizens are dealing with high levels of operational risk on a day-to-day basis and managing that risk very well. We definitely need to communicate the track record that is emerging and we need better information about this track record and more consistent presentation of this information so that investors can make more informed decisions. We need to build a solid base of successful investment experience and that in itself will attract more capital. And do you think that civil society being at the top of the government's political agenda has helped social investment? I think it's got to be a great help. I think the government has been right to put civil society at the centre of a lot of its policy. It's been right to create or sponsor the creation of big society capital. I think that's going to be a valuable catalyst and we look forward eagerly to seeing how it deploys and executes its catalyst role. Taking the market forward has got to be done by social investors, existing social investors, and new social investors. We need a lot more new social investors coming into this market. We need competition and collaboration. Yes, I think the the government's role in this is very much welcomed and also very important. There's an incredibly strong role the government can play in its soft politics in simply promoting the debate and bringing it into the foreground. The challenge is also to change the general perception of what social business and social enterprise is. There's no quick solution in this market. We really do need to keep the momentum and the interest going. That means a continued debate and it will take time to to grow this market. We we recognise that. And we've recently seen some growth in financial products available to the sector, for example social impact bonds. This review, one of the things it recommends is that there's a broader range of these kind of products available. What kind of products do you think would have the most impact. This report is evidence-based and grounded in investees' own views and own needs. The products they need are often ones that are simple products, good speed-to-market products, products that can, that are tailored to their requirements, that are about working capital, that are about development capital. At the moment, funding in the sector is so often afflicted by a sort of curse of the new, where people want to fund something for three years, and then when that's done, they want to find fund something new. One of the hallmarks of, of success for this emerging social investment market will be rewarding success so people who've got a great idea that's a proven idea and has been shown to work in practice can be rolled out it can be scaled up as people are tendering for more public service contracts and one of the themes that's going to drive this market of course is public service delivery so a lot of this is simpler products. It's probably simpler loans as well as the more heavily engineered products like social impact bonds. We should definitely also focus on the types of products that will be able to get to the market very, very quickly and serve the needs that organisations have at the moment, which is a requirement for funding, uh, which both suits their requirements and also understands their legal structures. The key theme that emerged for me is that many social sector organisations, social enterprises, charities have 
legal forms which prohibit them from private ownership. And that means that it's also very, very difficult, if not impossible, for them to take on equity capital and issue stocks and shares in, in their organisations unless they get involved in some legal gymnastics to do that. We really need to look at other sources, other types of capital that can address the need for risk capital in organisations. Social sector organisations like any other organisation need a, a full spectrum of capital types. What practical steps need to happen for some of the ambitions and the findings in this report to be realised and how likely do you believe they are to actually happen? For me, very simple. There needs to be more investors and more funds raised. Existing social investors need to build on the track records they've had and raise more funds and new investors need to come in and raise funds too. And with the increased uh, investment activity, we also could focus on how we collate and organise the information that reflects the emerging track record. More consistent information, better quality information would help and be very attractive to bring on board the more commercial investors. What do you think is next for the UK social investment market? I think what's next is a market which has investees at the centre of it. And one of the things that has encouraged and enthused us in writing this report is the willingness of other social investors, our peers and competitors, to share their visions of the market. And I think if, as a group of social investors together, who need to carry the weight of developing this market, we can continue to compete effectively when we need to compete and collaborate effectively where we need to collaborate. In terms of the demand and the size of the market, we need to challenge the existing evidence base. The current evidence relates to past experience and not the future potential of the market. Nobody drives a car by looking out the rear window. We need to change the world and not just describe it. The point about markets is that you need to create them. So that's it for the long questions. Yep. Now we've come to our quick fire question round. I'm just going to ask you a series of questions and you say what your preference is. So loan or grant? Loan. Loan. Summer or winter? Summer. Summer. Impact first or finance first? It really depends, could be either. Impact first. Typed or handwritten? Handwritten. Handwritten. Social enterprise or charity? Social enterprise. Social enterprise run by a charity. Kindle or paperback? Kindle. Great ideas. Uh, social or commercial investment? Social investment. Social investment, which is the next type of commercial investment. And football or rugby? Uh, rugby. Reading a good book. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our interview with Rupert and Carl. Thank you for speaking to us today. And don't forget to check out our website, www.thesocialinvestmentbusiness.org forward slash an interview with and our Twitter at The Social Invest for the next instalment of this series. And you can find out more about making good in social impact investing at www.thesocialinvestmentbusiness.org forward slash SIR. Music